Welcome back to a mental health break. We have an exciting episode ahead because this week we bring on a guest who has a passion for improving the care of special needs and vulnerable populations and has transitioned to primary care to improve the prevention of chronic diseases and improve the quality of life of her patients. We bring Yvette here today. Yvette, how are you? It's great to see you and thank you for joining the show. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited. Me as well. We're going to dive right into this, but I'm going to give a little more on Yvette before getting to the show. She is a certified adult and gerontology nurse practitioner that graduated with her doctorate at one point in nursing as well. She continued to learn and she's worked in many areas, so we'll get the background on all of this and more. Critical care, hospital medicine, cardiology, case management, utilization management, and population health. She practices with the belief that every patient is her own family and goes the extra mile to coordinate care, decrease barriers and complexity for patients and families in navigating the healthcare system, and personalizing a wellness plan that gets you feeling your best. She created this practice as she saw the need of the special needs community through her volunteer experience with the Special Olympics, which is great. I recently volunteered there as well. She wants everyone to have access to the highest quality of care so they can reach their highest potential. The practice has grown to tailor programs for each individual. I love that. Yvette, are you ready to get going? I think we should get this show started. I am ready. I'm super excited to dive in. All right. And everyone, be sure to stick around for the halfway point for this week's Spotlight Story as we're going to go over an article that looks at the barriers to mental health care for people with disabilities. And then we're going to get Yvette's take on it. But Yvette, let's start with your mental health journey, whatever brought you here today. Absolutely. So my mental health journey started when I was in college. Um, You know, I started having a little bit of challenges um, when I started at USF, uh, you know, for my undergraduate career. And um, I had always been a super like superstar student on student council in high school. And I really started to struggle in my classwork. I was actually on a track to go to medical school. And I remember for the first time ever, I was in a chemistry class and I was studying and I just kept getting like really low grades on the exams. And at that point, I remember feeling like I wasn't, you know, why couldn't I like get this? Why wasn't I like good enough? I started having those thoughts. And um, I remember calling my mom and I was literally like crying because I got a C in chemistry. Mm-hmm. And she's like, chemistry is really hard, you know, like, why are you beating yourself up over this? And, um, you know, it was at that point that I realized, like, you know, why am I beating myself up over this? And I think that was like, when I realized, like, I had a passion for not only taking care of myself and my own well being, but I wanted to bring that to other people as well. Um, Shortly after that, I started working in the hospital as a nursing assistant. My mom was like, why don't you just, you know, go get a job where you can actually learn and um, do things hands on because I've always been more of a hands on learner. Okay. And then she's like, you can figure out what you really like. And, you know, I 
found that, you know, I wanted to pivot into nursing. The classwork was a little less rigorous and I got the hands-on training while being a nursing assistant. And I always tell people, you know, I could have been really upset that I didn't get into medical school, but I instead saw it as an opportunity. Like I was meant to be a nurse and I just took that path instead. And I think that that is what, you know, mental health is about. It's about changing the dialogue that we have with ourselves about the journey we're going through. And, you know, the more we can talk with each other about that, we can either, you know, make the story really sad and be upset about it, or we can pivot and make it, a, you know, make it a win. Because no matter what, we can win no matter what happens to us. I really loved what you shared there about yeah, why well, I'm not upset about nursing school didn't working out because everything happens for a reason and it puts you on the path you're destined to be. You're spreading such great awareness and I feel like you're still just getting started. But to help everyone out there, Yvette, we're all going through different things each day and what works for some doesn't work for everyone. So I always like to ask, what are some of your favorite things to do for your mental health? Absolutely. You're absolutely right. Nothing works for everybody. So I always tell people you have to try different things. So, you know, my patients ask me all the time, what is, you know, things that I like to do? I like exercising in the morning. That is like my jam. If I have a morning workout, it's going to be the best day ever. It just does something for me. I also um, like listening to podcasts. So I drive a lot for my job. Um, so I'm always trying to listen to something that's either teaching me something, uplifting me, learning about other people's journey. Uh, I think one other really important thing um, is having a good um, network of support. So like having people you can reach out to um, that you can be you know, authentic about how you're feeling. Um, because we're not, it's not like we're never going to feel sad or we're never going to have a hard day, but it's like having those people that will help you transition that to a win, um, you know, and help you through that. Um, so those are some of the things that I do, um, that really make a difference. I'm a big exercise in the morning guy as well. It's just part of my morning routine for years now. It's just, I'm more productive in the first half of the day and then going to the gym in the morning extends me for quite a bit longer. It's a great way that I relieve my stress. It just gets me ready today, mentally and physically, of course. It's been a great episode so far, and we're only just getting started here as well. Yvette, I mentioned we're going to go over this article together. But before we get to that, I'd love to hear a quick word from our show sponsor, Tampa Counseling and Wellness, and you can find all of their information in the show description. Are you constantly exhausted and overwhelmed? Do you struggle with your confidence or self-esteem? Are you ready to live a life with more passion, courage, and excitement? At Tampa Counseling and Wellness, we want to be there for you every step of the way. While we understand that change may be difficult, we have a proven track record of helping our clients live a more joyous and meaningful life. Whether you are looking to overcome some current life challenges or you are looking to do some deeper healing, we are here to help you. Our compassionate approach to therapy is rooted in building your confidence and insight while helping you gain mastery of your life. If you would like to learn more about our services or you would like to schedule a free consultation with one of our clinicians, please visit us at www.tampacounselingandwellness.com or simply call or text us at 813-520-2807. We look forward to growing with you, Tampa Counseling and Wellness, where it is okay to not be okay. And this is from the API BHS Barriers to Mental Health for Disabled People with Disabilities, excuse me. Let's get started here. 
According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, 61 million adults in the United States live with a disability. That's one in four or a little more 26% of adults. And the numbers are even higher for certain groups of people. For example, two out of five adults age 65 and over have a disorder. Similarly, two out of five Alaska Natives and non-Hispanic American Indians and one out of four women have an incapacity. What's more, one in six or 17% of children aged three to 17 have one or more developmental disabilities such as autism spectrum disorder, cerebral palsy, hearing loss, and intellectual disability. Now I'm going to touch on some mental illness in the U.S. where according to NAMI, one in five adults face mental illness each year. That's 43.8 million or 18.5% of the population. A severe mental health, a severe mental condition, excuse me, affects about one in five young people, I've said 13 to 18, 21.4% at some point in their lives. The estimate for children eight and 15 is 13%. These are pretty high numbers here now. And now we're going to touch on current access to healthcare. Unfortunately, people with disabilities often face barriers when trying to access healthcare. In the CDC's National Survey of Working Age Adults with Disabilities, this found that one in four between ages 45 and 64 did not undergo a routine checkup in 2021. One in five between the ages of 18 and 44 have an unaddressed health care demand due to expense in 2021. And then one in three between 18 and 44 lacks a health care provider. I think these numbers speak for it all. Yvette, what are some of your takeaways? I think this article, you know, nailed what I see every day in practice. Um, you know, that's why I started um, doing primary care for um, the special needs uh, population because I was volunteering with the Special Olympics and I was hearing the stories that, you know, this article is talking about people not being able to get care or having to, you know, call and wait months to get into an appointment. Um, and I just think it's so difficult it's difficult for me and I'm a healthcare provider to navigate and help my patients. I can't imagine how hard it is for somebody with disabilities and their family to try and figure out, you know, how to get the resources that they need. You said that perfectly. And I think the more and more work you complete, it's just going to provide just access to information, at least to everyone out there who is in this category. But Yvette, you do mention that you've been on the front lines for some time now. With that experience, what is one piece of advice you can offer everyone tuning in today if they're having a tough time? I think that um, the biggest piece of advice I can give to people is, um, you know, just keep looking for resources. Don't take no as an answer because um, a no from one person is just because that person doesn't know the resources. And, um, you know, the more I've been in, um, you know, the disabilities and special needs world, the more people I've gotten to know that are also trying to provide services. And so, and there's always new services that are becoming available because there's more awareness. Um, so I always, you know, talk to families and individuals and I'm like, you know, I don't, you know, if there's something that they're looking for, for example, you know, finding a dentist that takes, you know, uh, Medicaid plans has been a challenge for some of my patients. And I said, you know, I'm going to keep looking, um, you know, let's just keep asking around. So I think just staying positive, knowing that this is getting more attention now um, and just continuing to look for the resources and, um, you know, fight for the allocation of you know, the government funds to these, to these programs that need it. 
I love that. I think it's a perfect time now. And we'll go back to it at the end of the show, Yvette. Let's plug all the great work you do so people can have access to some of these resources. Absolutely. So um, our website is um, olivehealthfl.com. And like I said, we have a team of um, full primary care. So we're just like a doctor's office, except we come to you. Um, So for individuals with disabilities that may not be able to drive, that's really why we felt like this was the best way to provide care. Um, We also, like I said, we're always trying to network with other um, providers that are also serving this population. So we have a extensive network of specialists. We have cardiology and um, we also have neurology that are mobile. We have physical therapy and occupational therapy um, that can come to the home as well and do visits. Um, and we're, like I said, we're always expanding our services. If we don't have access to something, we'll look into it. We'll refer you over to somebody who can provide that service. Um, so please check us out, share us with anybody you know um, that may be in need. Um, as far as um, mental health needs specifically, we do have a psychiatrist and a licensed clinical social worker on our team as well um, for um, any psychiatric medication adjustments. We also do one-on-one therapy. Um, So we offer a lot of services and focus on providing the whole picture of health. So it's not just, um, you know, primary care. It's really a one-stop shop. I love that one-stop shop, bringing everything to one spot because right now I know from my past experiences working with insurance companies trying to find providers that are in my network it's a struggle and now you're doing it for so many more people is there anything you want to touch on Yvette before we sign off anything related to mental health at all anything coming up with your work I think, you know, I know there's so many people out there that are struggling or looking for resources. And like I said before, just keep looking. There's amazing podcasts like this one and so many people that are, you know, right there with you and want you to win. Um, So just keep looking for those resources and connecting with like-minded people. I really appreciate that. Everyone out there, you heard the positivity coming from today's show, all the value she has in store for you. Please share your website one more time, Yvette. It's olive, O-L-I-V-E, health, F-L, like florida.com. Everyone, be sure to go check out all the great work she does. Be sure to give her a follow to stay up to date. And I am at Vincent A. Lancey on Instagram and YouTube. For the show, it will be at a mental health break on Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter. We are at Podcast by Lancey, so you get all the shows in one spot. But with that, we are signing off here in Orlando to Tampa for today. Yvette, thank you so much once again. Thank you for having me.